0: But now stand by for the world's sexiest vegetarian. Allegedly, it's the luscious Russell Brand.
1: Online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM, BBC Radio 2, Russell Brand.
2: say you want a revolution. That's the easy part. It's doing one. That was the Beatles, of course. This is the Russell Brand Show, live on Radio 2 from London, England, and here's your host, I am. I'm accompanied, of course, by Matt Morgan. He's in charge of the buttons. All right, Matt?
3: Yes, I'm very well. What have you been
2: doing just earlier today, then?
3: Uh, just you know living my life
2: good let's hope you ain't been doing any embarrassing little exams for karate because you want to be strong in the streets <laughs> it's gonna be a hell of a show i am now you're listening to the voice of the sexiest vegetarian in all of europe think any vegetarian you can think of you might think oh that was a sexy vegetarian you might have had a look at a vegetarian earlier and thought bloody hell oh. after
3: fiddling with the pole
2: what I didn't fiddle with a pole, mate, although I could do because I'm so sexy and so vegetarian fiddling with my pole. Yeah, yeah. Listen, if I could drum up support by talking to our glorious army of loyal... You know, let's call them terrorists. They're not terrorists, they're glorious. It's going to be out of a show, right, because we'll be celebrating me winning that Petter Sexiest Vegetarian in Europe poll, uh, because Petter are coming to deliver a certificate, right, and it's meant to be a surprise, but Matt's told me about it, and the reason Matt told me is because Petter, somewhat naively, are bringing, like, two... Dolly birds in lettuce bikinis to present it. So bad. Matt goes, "Well, that just won't be a fun, upbeat thing. <laughs> You'll just just see that little
3: my eyes glaze over." That awful look. I saw you in Williams <laughs> oh, yeah. the other night.
2: Yeah, that was a shame. Me, we, uh, we did uh, a fundraising thing for a charity called Hoping for Palestine, which is raising money for Palestine for Palestinian children, not a Palestinian <laughs> child. We're gonna have one really rich Palestinian <laughs> child with a fortune. Rest of them, we go. There's only so much we can do for a Palestinian children and uh you probably see it in the papers it was like karaoke done by dead famous people sometimes singing unusual songs sometimes singing songs you expect them to do uh, shane mcgowan was great when he met at the, that oh my event god shane shane mcgowan done uh, we didn't start the fire by billy joel and i don't reckon that was a good choice because like you know i can't like i don't i myself can't do him because the, the first fast, is,
3: the fast singing
2: bit yeah like billy joel struggled to do it and he wrote it and it was usually not Drunk. <laughs> we knew Story 4. So I've had and roast. Actually, <laughs> there was a tragic element to it. I hope he's alright, Shane McGowan. Do you think he is? Yeah, he's fine. Oh, he's good. Right. Yeah?
3: Yeah, He's you were talking right. to him like it was an old lady. You are right, Shane? Oh, <laughs> lovely song. Here you go, mate. want right.
2: to move out of the way for Shane. Come on, move that chair out of the way. I was worried about him, to tell uh-huh. the truth. He looked a little bit fragile. I hope he is okay. But that song raised a load of money. Also, brilliant was uh, Nick Cave doing Bootylicious. That was excellent, it? was bizarre. Because it was karaoke, he couldn't do a new arrangement of it, could he? Couldn't have, like me, for example. You know my arrangement of when I'm 64? Yeah. <laughs> Famous arrangement. I mean that's why McCartney didn't turn up. McCaw <laughs> <laughs> McCartney was meant to be there, but he said he'd suffered enough <laughs> <laughs> at the hands of people mangling up his records in recent weeks. Um, so, uh, yeah, like Nick Cave done Delicious, it was well good, wasn't it? I oh, like that, it was, was one of my favourite bits. Like, like Elton John, oh, too Well, what was right, El- Elton John got up at the end and done, Love uh, Me Tender or so, wasn't it? Yeah, he done Love Me Tender. It's good when he had to do that talking bit. Like, yeah. I wonder if you're Lonesome tonight. that bit where Elvis does the good oh, bit so of talking. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We said Love Me Tender. Uh, did we? Mm. Oh, you may have said that, mate. No, Holden. I said it, and then you agree with me. Well, anyway, it was a hell of a night and a lot of money was the raised. The point was,
3: you and Williams both hugged each other and looked around, at the room, look,
2: look, women, vulnerable everywhere, as far as
3: I can see. <laughs> Horrible little vampires, aren't you?
2: You said we was like the flying monkeys out of Wizard of Oz, or sort of squawking dry Look! <laughs> <laughs> I named the secretary earlier in the week, exchanging stories. Ooh, I saw a dancer in a corridor, <laughs> I shoved her into an alcove. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a grim little exchange, but, you know, that's how, that's the way me and dear David Williams communicate, you know, it's a level that we meet on, and, and some would say it's quite sad. So, anyhow, you who should we have on as guests on the show? We'll try and, we we'll are try and ring Noel up later. People like Noel Fielding a lot, perhaps just try and ring him, I don't know where mm-hmm. he'll be. Well, hang on, about these, uh, bras made of lettuce. Oh, yeah, some women are coming to present me with sexiest vegetarian in Europe, in lettuce bras! Don't let them
3: come in the room, cos you're just gonna ruin your vibe. <laughs> I
2: know, cos uh, cos then, the main, cos at the moment, I'm concentrating on doing this radio show, trying. I'm the hardest to do my best. If people come in wearing lettuce bras, do you think they'll be women with big boobs or do you think that they'll be normal, like. Normal size. Because if they've got enormous boobs, that's just. It's not graphic. just half an
3: iceberg lettuce hollowed out and stuck <laughs> on. <laughs> That'd be a good technique if you do need do to make them. Are they real lettuce or do you think they're plastic?
2: I reckon they're lettuce leaves. I reckon they're genuine lettuce leaves, but I reckon they've been treated in some way. Do you reckon the whole bikini? Do you reckon they're wearing bikini? No, I reckon they're wearing flesh coloured bikini. BLT joke came through brain. It was removed. So if you want to phone this radio show, you can do. On 0500 288 291, or uh, you can text us on 88 291 because that's where we are. Yeah, as I realised only a week ago, I haven't been on this radio show ages ages. Or you can email us at russell.brand at bbc.co.uk Do all of those things because we want to talk to you. We want to hear about. Say you want some advice or something, and then when we contact you to give you the advice, why don't you be really dreary and downbeat about the advice? <laughs> no, don't. We we'll, like we want to chat to all of. Actually, I happen to know that bloke that, because I was referring to a gentleman that we helped about swans last week, who when we spoke to him seemed a bit dour and a bit down in the mouth. Actually, he's a furry nice man, I happen to know, and he cares a lot about swans, which is more than can be said for you, Matt Morgan, stealing their eggs, early <laughs> opportunity, putting what? a p- pinhole at one end, pinhole at the <laughs> other, blow out the yolk, preserve the egg, that's <laughs> the country boy's way. <laughs> so, yeah, that will happen later. So, later on, people in lettuce bikinis are coming. We will ring someone famous with the name Noel. I'm thinking of trying noel Edmonds one day why don't we try yes him? let's try and get him let's try and track if anyone knows where noel Edmonds is phone us and tell us because we're trying to track him down it's probably he lives in essex somewhere so if you know where he's oh, a yeah, is i thought he'd live somewhere in like hampshire or somewhere why essex there's nice bits of essex mate rural bits lovely bend your bones it would to see it right here's an email that we've received from someone claiming to be called lee woolrich Dear Russell, I was listening to your podcast last week, which was fantastic, by the way. Thank you very much, Lee Woolrich. I couldn't help but notice that you were talking, well, rambling, really, bloody cheek, about a scam whereby somebody could steal copious small amounts of money in order to accrue a larger total amount. Uh, well, and you referred to this as a common scam, and it's actually commonly known as salami slicing. Well, actually, it's a bit from Superman free. Right, where <laughs> Richard Pryor does it. I thought it was like a real scam that I'd uncovered. But now, on reading that, I do remember that it was Superman free. All your
3: references are from things like that, aren't they? Everything you've learned. No. Most of your film knowledge is from The Simpsons.
2: <laughs> no, because yes. I've read a book about. I read a book by Oscar Wilde once, I did. It was about a man who lived in the attic. He had a drawing in him of himself. <laughs> it went all old and he was handsome as you like. Right, okay, well, it's going to be a very good show, as you've heard. We heard that song Revolution because we will, of course, be talking about revolution. Not in a sort, of, Matt, don't roll your eyes. You'll be very sorry when this revolution starts and you're given a really boring job. Yeah, the way you organise it, it's like it's a. Jumble sale. Yeah, well, we so don't know what? what a revolution is. I do, mate. What we do, we have, we instigate Dangerous a system things. of change. No, this one won't be. It'll be ever so nice and cuddly. It'll be a nice revolution, except for once the new regime starts and we start controlling the population by sterilising people. But not in one target in one individual group. Everyone gets sterilised once they've had a child. That's just one of the policies. When you have to have a child. You don't have to, it's up to you. You can have one if you like. But we've got to, then the idea of family, we break that down and everyone's one family, you so see. We've got to get the population of the earth down. Not in a targeted way, we've just got to reduce the population. No! Nope, I've got a few more bonkers, <laughs> Hitler. Risk policies to put out into the world uh give us a ring if you want at 0500 288 291 or text us 88291 or send us an email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk now we've got some more anecdotes about that karaoke thing that me and matt went to the other night to raise money for the charity hoping for palestine have a look at their website uh we uh I, there's one about chrissy so in tribute to that here are the pretenders <laughs> In Parkish, Iron's the main one. This is Russell. Br- what? What's the problem, Matt? You just
3: made a guy? big fuss about changing the microphone. Yeah, it's so? exactly the same place. No, it plus. ain't
2: because I've got a different microphone now. Now my eye line's all different. It's nice. You wouldn't understand a technical thing like that. you will <laughs> just be in charge of those buttons. That's as much as you, you vast can. got bank of buttons. Matt's bank of buttons are not even plugged into anything. I just do it <laughs> to give him a little job. He's being run in a room at the side. He presses all those switches. i might as well tell him he's running a post office for all he knows. sell <laughs> cool, the lady a stamp. Cool. Good girl, mate. Good girl. Right. Uh, yeah. So at that karaoke thing the other night, Chrissy Hyne was here. She was ever so nice. I liked her. Did you like her, Matt? She was scary a bit. Well, she was intense. She's got a lot of sexual charisma, the woman. She's used to rocking out on stage. She rocked out a bit with old Jeff Beck and uh, did, yeah. Brian Adams. I noticed. That was mad, wasn't it? Really, because it was just famous
3: people doing karaoke. It was really weird. Although it went Jeff a bit Beck mad. Had a guitar that he plugged in. Yeah, that's not
2: allowed in karaoke. He should have immediately been escorted from the premises, well, and, and any money that that was raised for that should have been <laughs> snatched from the hands of the Palestinian children. No, it shouldn't. I'm being silly, obviously. Yeah, it's good. It went all sort of hectic. And I remember, there was people because, like, at the end of the evening, like anyone could pay 100 quid and get up and do karaoke. And I've heard someone at the bar saying, "Well, now these rock stars are up. I mean, we've got a fine blooming chance. Somewhere they won't let anyone else get up. It's like Brian Adams <laughs> and <Chris laughs> that commandeered the stage and did that, Born to so Be Wild." Well,
3: the rock stars were up there, so you could go and sing with them. You could go and... Yeah, that, that it. Otherwise, it's just karaoke, with some rock stars looking down their nose at you.
2: Yeah, that's the last thing you need. That would be like having to do... Dun-dun-dun! sex in front of someone good at sex. That's the literally the best thing my brain came up with in those <laughs> three seconds. So Chrissy Hind kept um, well, came up to me on a couple of occasions and goes, "Hey, she liked you, didn't she?" She was being very friendly. She, "Hey, come, come on, man, they come do a duet." And I was like, uh, "Oh no, thanks." No thanks, actually. I was scared to. I was scared to because I don't like to do. You know what I mean? Especially week well, before. I've heard you singing. So <laughs> I can
3: imagine everyone was very scared. <laughs> three, a load of people over your shoulder go, "No, Chrissy, no." no. <laughs> A lot of people signed some documents about this. <laughs> McCartney's livid. <laughs> yeah. Okay, one for Palestine. That
0: <laughs> <laughs> is too delicious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't think you're ready. <laughs> oh, <this> is <laughs> <laughs> Matt is, of course, referring to my brilliant version of When I'm 64, sung on a Sergeant Pepper tribute album last week. Me and David Arnold, the brilliant composer, wrote all the Bond music, does the little Britain music. No, you and him didn't. Me and him got together. <laughs> and we come up with something pretty magical. Did you make up
3: Ding 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 Ding? ding, ding? I
2: did, oh, no, I did now Bond Ding Ding Ding. ding. Me. That's what you said, me and David Arnold done all the Bond news. Yeah, David done all the Bond. I didn't help on that. <laughs> I like it, David. I like the <laughs> Bond theme tune, but could it not be a little bit more macabrely haunting and sexual, as if sung by an abused minor? Ding, 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 I meant and, uh, let me just clarify. I meant minor in the Scargill sense. Of there let's clear that right up okay so uh, yeah so chrissy iron kept coming up to him going uh do you want to she goes why don't we sing islands in the stream and like as you know i like islands in the stream it's a very good song we've played mm. it a few times on our show um, but I was just scared, and I was, was part of me was thinking, "Come on, when you look back at your life, you want to be go, oh, there was that time I'd done that duet with Chrissy Eyre.' But I just thought, life's oh, too hard. I'd already been on Jonathan Ross show earlier that day. Then I had to do that comp here in that karaoke thing. Then I thought, now I think to get up and do that duet in front of all them millionaires, it's too much like pain, you know, pressure. Really? <laughs> well, yeah, I was nervous. I would have done it. You would not.
3: I would. If have you, you ever asked done me. karaoke?
2: I've never even done, I've done karaoke. It
3: loads of times. What have you done? I used to do sitting on the dock of a boat. People liked it a lot. <laughs> Nonsense. It's easy to do. It's the easiest one to do. Hold on. SITTING ON THE DOCK <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
2: you're... <laughs> Actually, yes, it's a double. It's coming on real nice. And then what's the other thing that happened to me? Oh, yeah, I was stood at the side of the stage, right, cos I was having to host this karaoke event all oh, night. No, it was difficult to administrate. You know what I mean? It's like Brian Adams, Shane McGowan, Nick Cave, Elton John, come on later. Do you know mean? I'm keeping this together. Sharnes is beautiful. Mm. She's got some sort of crackle, sparkle, twinkle, something about her. She spoke to me at the end, but I was all focused on what I was doing. I thought I didn't, I wasn't in the mode to chat her up. And I remember seeing, like, do you remember Chris Evans used to chat her up all the time yeah, on CFI? Yeah. Made me think, perhaps I should chat her up. But, like, you know, I was... Boy, t- was... is that how you think now? Yeah. What do you mean? What's wrong with that? How should I think? Genuine emotions conveyed through my spirit. Not on your nelly. I've got a revolution to organise. Oh, it'll be glorious when it happens. Chris Evans did it. Maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> if Chris Evans... Suddenly destroyed his career. Would you do it? <laughs> I don't know. I'll give it a go. Um. So yeah, like, then as well as that, right? There, so I was bitch. Right, I'm standing at the, side of the stage, and I was really near a pillar, right? So I was sort of behind the pillar. So I don't reckon I was obscuring the view anymore. But there was a like load of people sat behind me. Ronnie Scott's Jazz Club, club, intimate venue in uh, Soho, West London, right? And I sort of, and then this, like, I was standing at the, side of the stage. Cause I had to keep me eye on what was going on on stage, keep things ticking over. There was an auction to run. There was these songs going on, right? And this woman kept shoving me in the back, right? Woman in a baseball cap. And I said, "What's her problem?" She's going, "Can you get out of the way? Can you get out of the way?" I was going, "Look, I'm trying to." Run this thing right and she's gonna a few minutes like shove me in the back shove me back you hey, get away get away i goes, please listen right and i was like turn around dad look it was shirley bassey it was shirley bassey sort of sat in a baseball cap and a t-shirt dame shirley bassey i goes look i can't like i'm stood in front of a post glove i saw you actually you're like, having to duck down yeah i was ducking down for shirley bassey i had to get on my hands and knees for that woman nothing was ever enough right (laughs) and i goes look if i'm out of the way you're still going to be looking at a concrete post but in the end it sort of became quite i think you know she realized that me and her were very similar in a lot of ways i thought you were a good double act with the um auctioneer man oh yeah harry harry the sufferby's auctioneer that was like in charge of the auctioning. is this the same sarcastic barbed remark coming up now only against old harry go on Well, he
3: did a few jokes didn't he yeah through you
2: Difficult when people do that. I'd rather just get on with things.
3: Especially when you got a laugh, you didn't see me. Like...
2: <laughs> Come yeah, on, that's quite enough of that, Harry. <laughs> i right, swing your hammer around. <laughs> You'll just get your gavel and sit down all quiet over just there. You
3: know the word gavel. Yeah, well, What's the thing called that it hits.
2: <laughs> the the Mustang. Pestle and mortar. <laughs> you don't know nothing about nothing. Right, okay, right, so give us a ring on 0500 288 291, talk about anything you bloody well like, really, or uh, send us some emails about what the hell we're on about now. Now, this is important. Now I'm the sexiest vegetarian in Europe in an objective and indisputable actual way. Uh, I'd like to be the sexiest vegetarian in the world. Now, you can make this <sighs> happen for me. <laughs> this but, isn't how polls work. It is, mate. You gerrymander you and manipulate. Beg. Don't beg, you just let it. Happen. Just let things happen. Mm, nah, because then, because imagine, right? If I win the sexiest vegetarian in the world. Think I can't imagine. <laughs> no, come on. Paint me a picture. All right, it's me all sexy and that with swedes and carrots dangling from my body, right? Which is not unlike what happens anyway when I just take a shot. But what it'll mean is people in America who don't even know who I am will go, well, who's this sexiest vegetarian? No, what'll happen is
3: people in America who don't know who you are, mm, the yeah. story won't get run because people they will go, oh, well, we don't know his name. Don't put it in. Hold the front page, Get something else. No, then they won't we'll
2: hear about it. They will, mate, especially when the old film comes out. More delicious power across the globe. The Maybe revolution then. takes flight. Right, so vote me up, all nice if and tight. If you had tight. to act
3: eating meat, oh, you did once, didn't you? And you had to have fake
2: bacon. Yeah, when you was being yeah, me and Matt done a sketch for one of our telly programs. Matt was being George Clooney with his dead pig, and uh, we but had soya bacon, didn't we? Yeah, it's quite nice.
3: You know your method. Yeah. You're a method actor. Would you eat bacon? If they said this guy loves bacon, it's the main thing about his character.
2: Well, who's that going to be? His main characteristic is he loves bacon. Um... No one! So Francis Bacon. <laughs> Would and you dickless, eat bacon? you were a great, very great artist. No, because it's against my principles. It's all wrong. That was a trick to try and get me stripped to my vegetarian <laughs> award. That's the second bit of cheating you've done today. Matt Morgan is all obsessed so with Kraft McGar, right? Which is a sort of a martial Don't art say for Nancy boys, right? Nancy boys. Right? And Nancy what, <laughs> right? what he'd done is he, he had his test today and he teamed up with, first of all, he stood round at the Kraft list and all nervous, like someone who forgot their PE kit and knew they was going to have to do it in their else. Anyone in non-special clothing. Everyone else wearing their proper craft magar gear, ready to be d- given like the test to be certified to be allowed to. I don't know what. What's the point of the certification? What does it mean? We're you not get allowed to, do... to talk
3: about it. You've seen Fight Club.
2: I have seen Fight Club. I've also seen you huffing and puffing shadow boxing in your bedroom like Uncle Albert. <laughs> <laughs> Embarrassing spectacle is for everyone, <laughs> right? And, uh, like, it, like, he was there on his own, everyone else knew each other, and he was stood there all nervous You only that. know
3: because I've told you this. Don't and think that... you had a telescope and <laughs> spied it.
2: I found all this out using <laughs> one of my brilliant new inventions. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and then, right, then what happened to Matt is, like, uh, if he was going to leave, he just thought, well, I could just leave. No
3: one ever need no I was at this craft. I can't listen. I could just sneak up. Because I didn't know. Anyway, there's hundreds of people there.
2: And they all knew each other. And They are going,
3: "Hey, yeah." High five. Been to seminars and doing stuff. I didn't have the kit.
2: I look. I just look like I worked there. Did you? <laughs> I doubt you could even get a job there. What where did it take place? Yeah, at Some university. Sort of, at university. Another place. In the or, big gym, something. where you wouldn't fit in. Yeah. A seat of learning <laughs> and knowledge. <laughs> right. So then, right. Yeah. Like uh, he phoned. Like he got. Luckily, he got a message from his craft magar teacher saying, "Come on, Matt. Be strong. You don't have to leave yet. You gutless coward. How are you going to cope in a riot if you can't even cope with us." <laughs> the controlled conditions <laughs> of the certificate, right, and he goes, oh, there's another student called Roddy, or something, you can, you can team up with him, yeah, I can't be friends with him, can't be friends with him, so Matt went along to be friends with him, then the pair of them, because no. the certification took place at a distance, because it wasn't like you had to be examined up close, everyone was just doing their exercises while instructors wandered around judging them, the two of them cheated, going, oh, Roddy, I'm going to pinch you now on the leg, you kick me on the bum, and so they could antici- anticipate each other's he- moves,
3: it me out, to be honest. He knew mm. what he was doing. You he have to close he. your eyes and you could be attacked from any side and you have to fight back. Mm. And it just... It's easier if someone goes, I'm going to push you from behind. But
2: that's not likely to happen when you get mugged, mate. You
3: don't know that.
2: I'm going to push you from behind <laughs> and I'm going to take your wristwatch. <laughs> don't you anticipate it.
3: Right, I'm going to destroy your self-esteem. No, I've got a badge with a punch you punch in the ribs. That's what hurts.
2: Uh, yeah, well, you might have a badge, mate. But are you the sexiest vegetarian on the whole of this dirty little planet? If I was ours? a vegetarian,
3: I reckon I could challenge you.
2: For you're the not time. even the sexiest person in the bounty <laughs> cleaning towel adverts. Oh, shut <laughs> Men up. dressed as women. You're the second sexiest of them. Okay. Give us a text. 88 to 91. I'm saying, now I know that it's 88 to 91. I'm not saying it like the number two. I'm saying it like the word two. 88 number 291. Well, that's still confusing. 88291 if you want to send us a text. Phone us on 0500 288 291 or you can email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. You're, you're going to pick a record then. What is it? Is it one for your dad? Uh, no, well, that is coming up later. Oh, is it? we get to all on forward to that, can't we? <laughs> Matt's going to play a record for his dad, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> what are you playing now, then?
3: Uh, Jawbone, that cover of uh, Get Rhythm. Oh, that, it's that
2: one-man band. It sounds yeah. like this record sounds like it's been done by a man in <laughs> with sick on his bib but it's brilliant though yeah. it? i'm not holding that against it russell Brand show radio hey!
1: <laughs>
2: russell Brand radio Two. get rid of who's that jawbreaker jawbone the jawbone jawbone that's who that was yeah i like that mate i like it's good, he's a it? one-man band is he i think so why don't you form a one-man band you just can't get on with everyone else in the band I don't know. I suppose his wife's showing off. <laughs> what if your right leg fell out of your left leg? Oh, I remember when it used to be out of the music, man. You know, you, we've all seen the cliche. We've got some emails here. This one's from Anna Lloyd. Hey, Russell, don't like the sound of the only one baby per person idea. I'm training to be a midwife. I've got my exams next week, and that'll put me out of work. What will I do if there's no babies to catch? You still have to be a midwife. It's not going to be such a great big problem. There's still loads of people going to be happening, and It'll work okay. You haven't or- thought this through at all. I have, mate. Also, because it would like, you know, in lots of tribes, like Like, the word mother means all the female members of the tribe. The word dad means all the male members of the tribe, and you don't have the familial connections. You've got (laughs) issues. And then your father would have to be a little more loyal, wouldn't he? And then they wouldn't leave you waiting after school in a double coat. (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just saying that it, that we should look at ourselves all as a family, not just as broken-down nuclear families all set against each other. But, Anna, you needn't worry about your midwifery. I like the idea of midwives. Wifery. Wifery. I've had quite enough of your midwifery. <laughs> You've been fiddling around with my wife's never-regions for over an hour, and there's been bugger-all come out of it. <laughs> what in God's name should you call that character there? That's your son. <laughs> well, I don't like him. Send him back. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Anna. Don't worry. Oh, I've just booked my a ticket to see your show in Bournemouth a little treat for myself for studying hard well what better way to celebrate literally anything than coming to see me sorry I had to change some dates around by the way everyone I had to do it because of that film I'm doing no more dates will get uh, interfered with and also I changed one to do that live earth thing we're doing a show from that live earth thing Matt do you know that about this I do know that Good, because it's coming from Wembley, because we're going to be doing this Radio 2 show. Also, I'm going to be hosting it. Like, like you know, sort of, I'm doing it here, Chris Rock's doing it in America. So have the show
3: while you're running
2: on? Exactly. That's we'll ridiculous. be doing our radio show. Now I'll go, right, I'm running onto to the stage. Go, hey, hello, everyone at Wembley. But it'll be good for the show, won't it? Because it'll be funny, because what if, say, I do something mental up on stage? And That's go, where
3: you could start a revolution. Yes. Because you could just say, if everyone... Never mind, like,
2: trying to not... Never mind, like, turning the lights off for an hour. Let's go to the House of Parliament and smash it up. Whee! <laughs> Let's do it now.
3: jump down at the same time.
2: Get to jump up. All right, let's think of some ideas. Right, if you think... Right, we're doing this show from uh, Live Earth soon. If you can think of brilliant ideas to start a revolution, nothing violent or dangerous, because remember, we're lovely people, but things that might be a bit of a laugh, tell us them now, and then we'll actually do them. Good ideas, though. Rack your brains. Don't send us nothing daft, right? So send them in. Text us to us, 88 to 91 FM, or give us a bell on 0500 288 Now, all of us in stuck in the cities, all the provinces, have, have been having but one conversation this week. This is what mine are mostly like, Matt. I normally go to people um, and... <laughs> i'm glad it's raining i'm glad i didn't go as a matter of fact you know because I, I think it's horrible i wouldn't have liked the mud right because like um me uh, us lot me matt mr g we're all supposed to be doing our radio show from glastonbury but we thought it's oh, gonna we rain didn't. well i think we did i think we all of us lot here thought why well how do you see the story then you said we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over that. I don't even drink. <laughs> it's difficult, Glastonbury, if you're not taking any drugs or not drinking, not that anyone does take drugs, which I don't know, who cares, do what you like. But I'm just saying that it's boring. If you're walking around, it's all cold and raining, you've not got any drugs to take your mind off things, what are you going to do? Mm. It'll be, you know, it's just, it's the bit, I went there before in the mud, I didn't like it much, you know, i bumped into some nice people and stuff like that, but you can't, you can't find anywhere to sit down. And then when I think of what my life is mostly made up of, sitting down, laying down looking at the telly looking at the cat you can't do any of those things at Glastonbury especially if it's raining but we've got a report now just to put our minds at rest to allay the fears of those of us that haven't gone and to you know and perhaps I wonder if anyone is listening well obviously someone is because someone's phoned us from there his name's Paul he's at Glastonbury hello Paul hello
0: Russell you're right, you mate?
2: Paul can anyway, hear me? Perfectly well, Paul. Are you having a nice time at Grastonbury? I
0: am. I'm, I'm crouched, uh, crotch high in mud.
2: Crotch high As in mud? I'm a
0: teetotal non-drug user, I can say that people are having fun here.
2: Even if in a teetotal non-drug using sense, what are you doing to enjoy yourself?
0: I've, well, the editors are on now, and a, a, a transvestite has just offered me a, a lovely brownie.
2: A brownie? Is a that, brownie. Is that a colloquialism, a euphemism? What is it? I wish I could it's, understand. It's a, it's a cake. Oh, lovely. Well, that's, that sounds nice. You, oh, any, it's a tr- lovely cake. A brownie just, from anyone sounds lovely, Paul, but from a transvestite, I'd particularly in, enjoy it. So, okay, what's going on there? Where are you sleeping? Uh,
0: we're sleeping just above the cinema. I it's, thought it's lovely, but you can hear 300 Spartans uh, Spartans being murdered hourly.
2: Yeah, uh, but what, is, is that Film 300 playing, or is it just a full-scale war going on because people can't get enough anoraks they willies? It's former. I really do hope it's the former. What, we, can, we can, but pray. How come you knew the radio show was on? Well,
0: I mean, I listen every week, so I thought, what would I be doing now? It's oh. a bit rubbish. It's stopped raining for a bit. This is oh. what I'll be doing. I'll be listening to you, lads. You lovely, Aww.
2: decent human being. That's touched me, and G has actually touched himself. How's <laughs> the uh, I sexy, uh,
0: sexy vegetarianism going?
2: I've won! I'm a, m- you are talking to the sexiest That's vegetarian in Europe, even and you're now. you're talking to
0: the suggiest uh, Irishman in
2: Blastonbury. Lovely. What? Well, what? Well, well, who knows what we could achieve together, Paul. The, the <laughs> mind boggles. Right, but like, uh, also, we've got people have got to keep voting, though, because I want to become the sexiest vegetarian in the world, and I can now. Oh, you've if, got
0: to take it global.
2: Yeah, we've got to take it global. What you can do is go to www.goveg.com. Goveg.com. That's G-O-V-E-G. Goveg.com. Oh, God, then there's loads of forward slashes. It's too complicated. Or I mean, I've cl- it on my arm in mud. You've scrawled it on your arm in mud. Like Stig doing a shopping list, you dirty <laughs> little devil there. Well, Paul, is there anything else that we should know about Glastonbury? What are you looking forward to particularly? Well,
0: who have we got next? We've got Killers. Killers be all right. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. I suppose uh, hopefully so. Hopefully, Dizzy Rascal won't turn up with a mi- uh, without a microphone turned on. That's what happened last night during Arctic Monkeys. Took the edge off it slightly. He
2: didn't turn his microphone on. These <laughs> yeah. are the ABCs. Boy era. Nah, never mind. He's trying his hardest best. <laughs> so, uh, okay then. So you, even for teetotal vegetarians, in the mud, it's all right. It's brilliant. Oh, you're not taking any. You're not going to take no drugs. No. Good lad, because the old drugs, drugs are bad. Drugs for mugs. Drugs is for mugs, it even rhymes. <laughs> Paul, thank you very much for your call. Do listen to the podcast, we'll keep your call in so you can listen to it in warmth and comfort. You. Take care, dear man. There he and goes. You. Bye-bye, oh, dear. Rest. Stay dry. Oh, yeah, no, we'll stay dry if we weren't sweating all over the place because of Paul's sex appeal. Oh, he's a lovely fella. What's nice the matter, Matt? He was nice, wasn't he? Yeah. It's nice thoughtful of him to ring up like that and think, oh, I'll just ring up the radio show. And then he just got through, imagine that. You should ask
3: the Live Earth audience, mm. mind you, that might seem a little bit like you're piggybacking your own yeah. thing on, to, on that. on to the rather well, if you important them issue. All, when of... you go home tonight, yeah. Yeah. Go on to Sexy
2: Vegetarian, yeah. <laughs> okay! <laughs> This is our planet, we've all got to live here together. It's about time we stop thinking of ourselves, start thinking of a carbon footprint, and start thinking about the children. Start to think about who really is the sexiest vegetarian around here. (laughs) Why don't you go on to (laughs) www.goveg.com forward slash RustBreadSexy. Okay, that's all lowercase, thank you. Al Gore will pull you off by your hair. (laughs) Get off me, Alvin. What do you reckon Al stands for? Alistair Alvin. I can't think of a um, single other one. Um, Ali, I mean, I just don't know what makes <laughs> that guy tick. Anyway, Alan. Uh, Alan. Yeah. Well. I've, well. I've, good luck to him, mate. If you he, don't he wants get Americans to make- called Alan, do. You? Alan the American, it's never happened in human history. Evil can evil, they'll have, like a shot. Alan, they're not interested. Text us on 88291. Text us your brilliant ideas for things that I can do at that live Earth thing. The radio show will be coming live from there. I'll also be presenting on stage. So sometimes Matt and G will have to be running themselves. Oh, can you imagine no. what a- Daft, bizarre circus of idiocy that'll descend into... We'll never,
3: you'll never come back. You'll see that crowd and go, Oh, a
2: huge crowd. You'll oh, never at come him. back to us, will I you? I will, mate. I'll be concentrating my artist. Oh, hello. People have already had <laughs> li- uh, ideas. Dear Russell and Tranny Bounty Man, says Luke, friend of the show. Remember that Tranny is an offensive word, but Luke, you know, he's not a professional person, so we can't condemn him. Here's an idea. Whilst you're presenting the show, get the entire audience to jump at the same time. You've already su- Matt suggested this, Luke, you twerp. You're piggybacking on Matt's ridiculous ideas, and it should create a mini earthquake. What a fool! We're trying to make the world a better place. Luke's misunderstood the entire concept. If violence and bad things keep happening on the world, then uh, keep happening in the world, perhaps people will change. Well, Luke, I think that you're well. You want to
3: depopulate the world anyway, so maybe not through is violent good.
2: killings. No, but through everything getting a little bit warmer. <laughs> mm. I mean, it might take cataclysm to bring about. Revolution—that's a, you know, a fact that we do need to consider. But not now, because we're going to talk about things. What's much more of a laugh? This is from Michelle Bird. <laughs> <laughs> we did have discussions. Uh, it's birds in brackets. No, it's, it's not. It's obviously her name um, because we kept saying birds talking about women and that. But we've stopped actually, haven't we? Because we're n- not sexists. Mm, we just sort of stopped here. We're good blokes. Russ, the only way to do Glastonbury, says Michelle, some lovely tart, is to do. It's <laughs> from her, I'm Joe is from a posh backstage Winnebago, definitely not in a tent in a muddy field. I'm sure if you guys were there, you wouldn't have to venture in the mud. You should have gone and demanded full VIP treatment and someone to clean your shoes if they got muddy. Don't they know you're the sexiest vegetarian in Europe? Good point, Michelle Bird, but still, I, I like it here in this studio, all oh, nice. We did have a hotel, oh, it was all sorted out. It's all gonna be lovely, but no. No, I didn't fancy it. Some, Chilly. Some mud might come at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I was nervous, I was on edge. Yeah, no. Hello, everyone, says Amelia hogsey I've been thinking about this revolution, and I've realised that if you get the youth of this country to join this fantastic scheme, the likelihood of it happening will greatly increase. Why don't you target school children, get them to overrun the teachers? That's a good grassroots level. Maybe you could somehow hypnotise the whole population using your ice cream van, which everyone loves. Right, we are actually doing that. Right, we've been going on for, I think, about a year, saying that if we ever got to number one the podcast, and we have been number one loads of times, I don't think we are at the moment, I think, you know, We've yeah. stopped pushing it. Could you download our podcast, please, everyone? Because we like being number one of that. Uh, but ne- next week, we will announce what we're going to do. We're getting a fleet of ice cream vans. We're going to do the show live in ice cream vans touring about and uh, we're going to get some guns and just fire guns out the windows (laughs) willy nilly (laughs) we're bunkers, cowboys we're cowboy ice cream men Uh, and then uh, yeah so we're going to do it next week we'll announce when it happens if you've got any suggestions for that you can let us know uh, by texting us mainly we're interested in things what to do at live earth but you know sorry for letting you down taking so long on this ice cream van thing it's just we're not very good at administrating things because well you know I'm like Matt's new right Mr G's a poet who you going to rely on we've got this new lad in here He's meant to be helping Mikey. He looks like he's out of his mind now. And Popper's—he just uh, lives a, a very, very peculiar, sexy little lifestyle. Okay, Matt. God, I ain't even looked. Look, you've turned that screen round, so I can't see what's happening with the music, haven't you? You fool! When that, Wogan's never... in here, the screen. There, one screen goes one way, one goes the other. I need to see both those screens. That's you've nulled that Wogan system. You fool! <laughs> why? Why do you need two screens for? That short screen. That oh, bit that's of cellotaped. paper Bits of paper, seller taped up. You've made a mug out of me, ain't
3: ya? You? <laughs> you can't have these screens, honestly. They're both very... Take
2: a good look at that!
3: <laughs> <You're an> idiot.
2: <laughs> I showed him my genitals, listeners. Sometimes it's the only language he understands. Isn't it, Matt? Yeah, how's that, help you craft my god? Was that a Swede you had <laughs> hanging off there? Yes, as a matter of fact, it is. Because I'm the sexiest veggie in Europe. Yeah, yeah. So what are we listening to under your dictatorship of sound? Right, this is for my dad. It's Mercy by Willie Mitchell. This is for Matt. I'm sorry, I let you down because <laughs> I have to know Matt was a ridiculous child, Mr. and Mrs. Morgan. I'm sorry for everything you endured, Who's and no wonder you? who left a crow ensconced in his bedroom wall for all that time, making him think there were monsters in the world—a belief he still maintains to this day. He sees it in the face of every woman he meets. Let's listen to Mercy. This is for Bob Morgan. Russell Brand Show Radio 2, that's for you, Bob Morgan. About time you had a bit of luck, poor sod. (laughs) Things he's been tolerating for the last 29 years. Crikey, God help us all. Hello, Russell and Matt, says Charlie, a.k.a. Mowgli in flares. Nice one. I've got an idea for the revolution. Word of mouth's extremely powerful tool, and so I think it would be a good idea if you selected a word or phrase for us to drop in conversation, or even just randomly say to strangers. This way, non-listeners would have no idea what the word meant, and it would eventually they'd ask, thus we'd be able to promote the revolution. Just a thought. Hopefully come to see you in Hastings if I can get hold of a ticket. Loving the show, please do say a big hello to all the mod wolves listening. Hello, all you mod wolves. What are more dwarves? This is this is something we should know about? Okay, well, hello, all, all of you, nonetheless. Uh, I like your idea for revolution, but I just think it... Uh, yeah, let's do it. Think of a word, Matt, and they can start doing it if they like. You uh, can. It's
3: quite easy to invent a word. Uh, go on, then. Uh, well, no, I, mean, I saw this thing the other night about the word wazzock. Yeah. And they what? were trying to work out where it had come from. Where had it come from? Um, well, there was different uh, opinions about it.
2: Oh, opinions. was there, mate? Yeah, go on, then. I've got a new word. Uh, it's called... Uh, You know, like, in The Sun, on page three, it has a bit, like, next to the page three girl, it does a little quote, and it attributes it to the page three girl. This another high cultural reference. Yeah, that's right, man. Yeah, and also, it's pretty revolutionary thinking as well. Um so that the objectification of the woman on page three doesn't seem quite so severe they have a little quote where it says like you know the page three girl says or something it should be called titbit shouldn't it really or uh, it could be called nipple news that's what someone suggested but we've suggested we've settled on the word for this of bapinion bapinion yeah because of bap and opinion so there's a word invented right there No way, baby! Hobbies ain't for me!
3: Someone suggested. Are these all just the different voices in your.
2: (laughs) My little bonce chorus were singing out
3: suggestions. Russell, go down to Whitechapel! Who are you discussing this with? Brian Sewell.
2: (laughs) Me, Brian Sewell, Lenny Bennett, (laughs) all the guys are hanging (laughs) out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Richard Vranch, who used to play the piano on (laughs) Whose Line Is It Anyway? We hang out, we had pretty crazy times. Uh, No, I've been doing stand-up gigs, haven't I? And I do it with. The, I've been showing up. And they quite, shout think, stuff out? I go, yeah. I was t- talking about the sun and like page three and everything. And they and I goes, if you got to think of some better words for that, because I. What's I, it called in reality? Well, there's Just... not a page three on a Saturday because Saturday is more more families by the sun, so they don't have a page three that day. But they will always include a photograph of someone in a bikini. Today it's Stephen Gerrard's girlfriend. They're saying, else we wanted to go on about in the sun?" As a matter of fact, so Bapinion, I've invented a word. That's there it rubbish. is. Oh, I didn't invent it, actually, it was someone in my audience the other night. But nonetheless, it's a word, and it's a good it's sexist, cos the, f- the point of that
3: thing is to go, mm. Oh, look, this girl thinks this. Yeah,
2: but they don't even ask the girl, because I happened to meet a page-free girl well, recently. Well, obviously. Yeah.
3: And they can't call it a tip, Bit yeah? That's
2: sexist. Yeah, well, at least it's more honest. You know, because they're, like, they they don't even run it by for what they do, is they run it by the girl and go, Look, we was thinking of putting this, right? And then she'd go, Yeah, fine, do what you like. They don't even do that. They just put anything. They could attribute mm. anything to them. So opinion, yeah? I'll think of a better one. <laughs> school bans girl virgin pride ring, says The Sun on page nine today. A girl of 16 was banned from wearing a chastity ring to school, so she launched a high court bid yesterday to keep it on. Teachers ordered Lydia Playfoot To take off the (laughs) silver Christian band. Lydia Playfoot. Even her name's sexy.
3: No, that doesn't sound sexy to me. It sounds like she's got a plastic foot, like
2: from Fisher Price. (laughs) Well, it goes down into a tiny little Playfoot. I don't. I think she's like always playing footsie under a table and she goes, here, look at that ring. I'm a virgin. Poop, poop. (laughs) Like that. Teachers ordered Lydia Playfoot to take off the silver Christian band, which is a sign of her vow not to have sex before marriage. Her all-girls school says the ring engraved with a biblical verse saying, Keep clear of sexual sin. Is jewellery and breaks uniform rules. Fair enough, just because it, it says. jewellery. I thought they were banning it because it was religious. Because they were against it. No, it's just there's no jewellery there. wonder if she can't wear it then? You can't wear it, It's no jewellery. Even are you if. It, about? Like my ring says, Fugs for Life, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> That's just. I dedicated it to me and my Fugs. So, but I weren't allowed to wear it at school because uh, there was no Fug rings. It's not allowed.
3: Frodo. It's not like she's going to take yeah. it off and
2: go, oh, I've sex. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, if that ring is the only thing stopping her from having it off, she might as well march straight. Into the street and become a lap dancer. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, no, she may as well not. she do what she bloody well likes. But Lydia claims it is discrimination. She argues that Muslim and Sikh girls can wear headscarves. That's, That's not, not jewellery. It's jewellery, Lydia, played foot. Play the game, play foot, play the game, girl. And then it says, uh, yeah. She got, and the Sikh girls could wear headscarves and religious bangles, while other pupils have worn nose rings and tongue studs. What is this sexy school? Everyone's obsessed (laughs) with sex. They shouldn't have nose rings and tongue studs. The tongue stud exists for but one reason, surely. Yeah, I think it's moved on from that reason, though. To what?
3: Well, just fashion now. How? It must really hurt. What'll be the point? Well, what's the point of doing anything like that?
2: There isn't one, that's why I ain't done it. That's why I'm here doing this radio that's why show. That's have got any tattoos or piercings. I don't want a tattoo or a piercing. I'm quite happy as I am. Looking after my cat, living a simple, humble life. Lydia told the court... She took it to court. Lydia told the court in London yesterday... The real reason for the extreme hostility to the wearing of the purity ring is the dislike of the message of sexual restraint. That's not true. No one dislikes the message of sexual restraint. All of us are well into it. On this radio show, we have been pushing a message of sexual restraint from day one, haven't we? Yes. Now, when are these Dolly Burton lettuce leaves getting here
3: <laughs> so we can get me some salads? If we could put a sign on the disabled toilet saying out of order, gonna, <laughs> it's going to save us a, a lot a show. of bother.
2: Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so um, I've done. How old is she? Lydia's sixteen, so you know she shouldn't be having sex anyway. She's too well. She's just about legally old enough, but you know, just don't have sex. Just if she's so keen on having it, just draw a ring on her hand with biro, Lydia. Lydia Playfoot, this is a message to you. Draw a ring on your finger, or just get a big black marker pen right across your belly, an arrow pointing down to what might be described as the never regions, and write the message, NEVER! Regions! (laughs) But spell it with a V. Uh, Okay. she added later, It causes me great sadness to think girls are often looked on as just sexual objects, and others expect them to want sex. The ring was a demonstration of my Christian faith and values based on a Bible which clearly teaches that sex outside marriage is wrong and not God's best for us. And that, but the Bible doesn't say wear a ring. <laughs> they're against rings. They think it's pointless wealth in the old Bible. The 10 quid ring is a symbol of an American Christian celibacy movement called the silver ring thing. Thing? Don't that, no. It's called Didn't that. Couldn't they think it... of
3: something better than
2: that? What, what then? Part of the silver ring thing. Hey, yeah, we're part of the silver ring thing. It rhymes, and probably like thing, they think it sounds all cool, probably, because they're trying to make it sound cool, because they know they're square Christian kids. They <laughs> like, can't even get out and get amongst it, baby, yeah, yeah. I think there's nothing wrong with old Lydia not wanting to have it off. It's brilliant news, but uh, if there's but a if no, there's no jewelry, jewelry rule. Don't wear jewelry. No jewelry, love. Sorry, jewelry spoken. Hey, oh, crikey. So listen, uh, this is Radio 2. You're listening to it now. This is the words coming out of my face and mouth. Text us on 88291 if you want to tell us about anything, things we should do that live. Do what you like, really. Give us a bell on 0500 288291. Or email russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Right, put a Smith song on. But there's none in there. i just looked through there. No, you ain't. You ain't done nothing. You've just banged on a song for your dad. You've been very selfish today. I don't know oh, what's okay. wrong with you. Uh, Ever since you've been number. going to karate lessons. What are you doing? Turn that off. The, that, <laughs> I forbid you to touch that button. <laughs> I, I'm forbidding you. <laughs> are you? <laughs> no, go on. Put it on for a if you yes, like. Let's, let's leave the mics up right like, now. You know. Let's see how good it really was when I sang When I'm 64 by Orus.
1: When I get
2: older. Oh, good. Turned <laughs> on. Losing my head, <laughs> Many.
4: Years from now, I was <laughs> doing it
2: deliberately. I can't see. Oh.
0: <laughs> oh, you're trying to change this Valentine. round,
3: so there's a joke now. Oh, I will joking, this a laugh actually. <laughs> I think
2: no, it's no, this very, very bit, please.
4: of <laughs> <I've been acting
0: laughs>
4: <quarter to three.
0: laughs> You said free. You <laughs> can't help that.
4: The Smiths
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, alright, come on out, yeah, dude. find it. Oh, here we go. What are you putting on? What Smiths? Panic. Well, it's Panic. It's the best go one. On. Turn down when I'm 64 now. That was me. That is available in your own minds. <laughs> and yeah. nowhere else. Will you ever be released? Huh? Will you ever be released? No, <laughs> I don't see that happening, Matthew. <laughs> I think the restraints are gonna get stronger by the day. Let's listen to Panic! The Smiths! For heaven's sake, ignore the, uh, the hook, though. Panic button. Oh. The Smiths, that was that Angla DJ bit. I like that bit, I don't see any problem with it. Right, this is from Masalamar. Oh no, it's not, it's from Jane, and they're saying Masamala, that means peace go with ya. Salam alaikum, Russell and his sidekicks. Salam alaikum is the Arabic greeting. It's normal to respond with wa alaikum al-salaam. It traits, translates as peace be with you, and the response also as you peace be with you and all. Well, don't you think I just saw one of them? <gasps> oh, my God. I just saw them lettuce women go by. scared me, then. Well, oh, no. Matt, it's going to be a problem. A let's see them when the news is on. Right, okay, so let's finish this thing. Happy dance Saturday from Dubai, the United Arab Emirates, where your fame has at last and not before time arrived. Those women were beautiful. Really? I just see the yeah I just seen the women from Petter, they're beautiful Matthew. Well said
3: they're from Petter, are they?
2: I don't know what they're from mate but they they models they're have been big booked. girls Matthew dressed up in lettuce. They can't bring this oh, in here. Christy. This ain't the Albert Stern loads of show. Today. You've got loads of garlic. I'm like, Gee, get you get back in the studio. Gee, You're gone. supposed to be a poet. Mr G's wandered out there. He's wandered out He's there. He's run out there. He's run out there. Look like throwing his quill and parchment I like behind that, just... him. <laughs> well on, G can tell us what they're like. What are they like? He clicked his heels. He came in the room and clicked his heels. So, yeah. But anyway, come on. We're getting this Arabic message across. So, uh, uh, when you come into Dubai, I promise to take Matt, Mikey, Nibs, and, of course, lovely Marsha, Angie, for a slap-up meal at Ravi's, one of Dubai's best-known restaurants, if you ever make it here. Masala Mar, peace go with you. You went there, didn't you? Sadakati, my friend. Yeah, I did go there. And Dubai, I think it was was built on, like, uh, I think it was built with the the, the labour conditions under which Dubai was rapidly built with dodgy. Right, but I think that a lot of workers were sort of imported and live in terrible conditions to build it by, but I did go there and had a lovely holiday, <laughs> as a matter of fact, but I felt bad after, and that's the key thing. Right, is it time for a bit? Oh, yeah, White Stripes, yeah, I've been wanting to listen some White Stripes on this radio man. show for ages. For you. Oh, you lovely man, he has so moving. Is it time for Newsy Poos? Yes. Right, okay, time to have some news. Right, that's so, the so, right So, so uh, right, we're, after the news, we're going to probably him out. Noel Gallagher will have a right laugh. 88 don't to 91 you're FM. you about
3: anything else? Than I'm brass. thinking
2: about Lettuce Bras. Get into the news, Andrea. 88 to 91 FM. This is Radio 2 from the BBC. Woohoo!
0: Here is the news now at 10 o'clock. This is Andrea Simmons. Online. On digital and on 88
1: to 91 FM, BBC Radio 2, Russell Brand.
2: Screwdriver White Stripes. You're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2. Yes, I am keen. Before that, it was the news with the delightful Andrea Simmons. We have been joined in the studio uh, by some guests uh, from PETA. Um, Normally, I wouldn't recommend that men bother to look at the the webcam. It's on bbc.co.uk. I know that some girls like to have a little look at Matthew and G. They're heartthrobs in their own right. Of course, they've never been given any awards for their status, but they're very handsome men nonetheless but today um, well we've been joined in studio by two uh, campaigners from PETA Uh, well please introduce yourselves I'm Yvonne Yvonne hello
0: hello my name is Noemi
2: Noemi, hello, Yvonne and Noemi. Oh, so, would you describe your outfits for our listeners, please, on our Radio 2 show?
4: Well, we are the lettuce ladies. We are wearing uh, bikinis made of lettuce leaves.
2: Hmm, nice. Like the Garden of Eden, the Fall of Man. <laughs> I suppose they just put on the leaves after they realised that their innocence was over once they'd been once they'd eaten from the tree Absolutely. of knowledge. So, what's with the lettuce bikinis?
4: Well, we are basically here. As you already know, you have been voted the world's sexiest vegetarian by Europe. 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 No, it's actually the world. Oh, but God. It's <laughs> people! By a pair of Europe. Thank you for the applause. Okay. Well done.
2: And you, Matt and Jean. Thank you for your cynical, bitter (laughs) applause, gentlemen, and thank you for your genuine, legitimate applause, ladies. So what is this you hold in your hands, Um, Yvonne? It's
4: quite sad, but we've even made your own little lettuce crown. You've made me a lettuce crown there. You have to be careful, it's been super glued, so it may actually remain permanent. Sounds dangerous and unethical, (laughs) but
2: but it's a coronation from women wearing nothing but leaves, and and, and I I will accept it. So uh, is there any particular procedure for the coronation? Down on your knees. Oh dear, well, this is going to (laughs) get ugly. Okay, so, alright, so are now for you listening at home or in Glastonbury, wherever you are, I am now on my knees. In f- oh my oh. god, they are very attractive. Now. Focus, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's difficult now. Um, okay. So yeah, and you, Russell
0: Run. I know, the sexiest vegetarian 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 of the
2: world. Thank you, thank you very much. I I mean, this is a very proud moment for both of you. Do you want to do the rest of the show from my knees? I mean, it just doesn't seem to be an awful lot of point in getting up now that these beautiful uh, lettuce clad women are here. Well, thank you, actually. I'm going to stand up now because I'm realizing I'm drifting towards that point where I forget that I'm actually doing a radio show. And you're going to stay with us for the rest of the evening, are you? We are. Till the morning, then. That's all secured, (laughs) all nicely there with the pet our campaign thank you
4: very much that's a hell of an award who
2: was uh me closest competitor would you mind telling me ladies
4: um well certainly not the people who you started um smear campaigns against those no smear
2: campaigns were necessary particularly for judge john steed who we all know is a vicious roadkill sex offender <laughs> no he's not he's a nice and, um,
4: as soon as you mentioned toby Maguire eating leather biscuits he plummeted as he well he does eat leather biscuits oh, spider-man so. actor to-
2: toby Maguire. so who came second in the end
4: believe it was Morrissey who came second oh my god
2: what have <sighs> I, I done Morrissey. Morrissey in a vegetarian competition I'm prepared to share the crown I'm prepared to do whatever he likes we're going to make a documentary of Morrissey we're just like we're talking to his management in the moment it's uh it's not uh, any well, it's not nearly concluded <laughs> it's, not. <laughs> it's the sort of thing I shouldn't be saying on radio but perhaps we can make it happen I think it will happen yeah. so we'll say so we'll make that up to him then right okay so you two are going to remain here and make me uh awful at my job for the next <laughs> 40 minutes that's <laughs> tremendous news why don't we put on uh, you. You stay with us. We'll put on what you're putting on. Detroit Cobras. You're now. a bit of a mess, aren't you? <laughs>
3: <laughs> you stay here. Uh, uh, right, I'll go there. Okay, I'll
2: uh, go there. Uh, you, you touch me on the, the bottom. i your crown off. No, you have to le- keep the crown on. I'll, ke- I'll, t- I'll leave the crown on, but only Thank if you, you. Uh, kiss me, though. Okay. Otherwise, the crown's... So come on, then. You've okay. got to kiss me for the for the crown to remain on. I can't do that. I can. Look, it's happening. There you are. Delicious <laughs> veg. I like being crowned. And you, please.
4: You have to repeat again. You're doing a Naked Dad for
2: us. What do I have to do? I have to.
4: Remember last
2: Yeah, time? I'll do a Naked Dad. Naked Dad. <laughs> what do those syllables even mean? <laughs> right, okay, thank you. Both of those kisses <laughs> were on the cheek. That's brought me crashing back to reality. So why don't we listen to Detroit Cobras while I pull myself <laughs> together? Together! <laughs> Let's listen to it. Detroit Cobras, Cha-Cha Twist, you're listening to Russell Brand on Radio 2, the representatives of Pair, that's People for Ethical Treatment of Animals, are still here, dressed in evocative lettuce, really. I mean, what, is it fair to come into the studio of a known sex addict dressed <laughs> in this manner? Here am I, fighting my demons. I've like, just had my photo done for uh, for our website, so you'll be able to check that out. Also have a look at the webcam, bbc.co.uk. And, uh, like, but Matt, Matt goes, oh, can I have my photo? Done, can I have my photo done? Look, at you, you've had your karate I certificate. Said, can
3: I have a photo, <laughs> no, You didn't.
2: <laughs> it was a ridiculous little cheer up in. Perhaps if you've got your camera now, we should let Matt have a photo done. It's only fair. And what's that this? Reward. Oh, wow. I get last time I didn't get anything, so this is good. We Russell did. Brand is the what well, I didn't, I just didn't get any. Radio 6? really so they, BBC Radio 16 pass it on unbelievable Russell Brand is the world's sexiest vegetarian 2007 uk. well thank you very much for this award now paint me though it does to suggest it why don't you quickly have your photo done with Matthew and then put clothes on but don't go anywhere because I've just had another one of my brilliant ideas but do put clothes on because otherwise it will ruin the radio programme so we've got um, we've got an email here this is from Ali hello Russ and Matt and G with all the talk of vegetarians and listening to Panic by the Smith I remembered a very funny thing about the brilliant Robert Smith Uh, he said of Morrissey if Morrissey says don't eat meat then I'll eat meat because I hate Morrissey he wouldn't have said that. I like Robert Smith. What a terrible thing to say about vegetarianism and Morrissey as well. There's no point to me emailing you about this. You know, that's quite, quite true. Um, and could you please ring up Noel Fielding? I will ring up Noel Fielding a bit. Should we ring up Noel Fielding later? Yeah. He might not be, you know, he will definitely be out. But, like, you know, but perhaps he'll answer his phone. Who knows? Amy in Scotland says, Hi, Russell, and all the other people doing the Your Radio show. I don't know. It doesn't seem as ethical to put my hands down my pants. I always do that. That's Please don't feel offended. I normally, for some reason, I, I tend to put my hand down my trousers He's when never I'm doing the radio. Before. Now? <laughs> I have! I always do it! <laughs> also, <laughs> I always drool and weep like this and occasionally look to the sky. You should put up some sort of blind date style screen there. Yeah, well, they're going to get dressed in a minute because this is, like, never mind ethical treatment of animals. What you've just right, yeah, like you come just like that? Came from the cab like that. Well, well, don't blame me when you two go home pregnant, because <laughs> I, I've just got to follow certain biological urges. But we'll raise them as a lovely family under the new revolutionary system where there'll be no such thing as monogamy. Just, well, there will be some people, but I'm not getting involved. Right, hello Russell and everyone else at the radio show. I don't know why you keep laughing at Russell's excellent version of When I'm 64. Personally, I find it quite sexy and would love to see it released on a worldwide scale. I think it could be the key to launching a revolution. You could use a singing career to record subconscious messages on your albums to control the nation and eventually the world. Amy in Scotland. Oh, and then she starts going on about Coco Pops. We've got to let go of the Coco Pops thing, because I think we talk about it it too much. Yeah, We mustn't talk about it anymore. We got too obsessed with Coco Pops and it, it, it consumed us, really. She likes your version. She likes the version. Well, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, this is to do with Coco Pops. The, um, the the lettuce-clad women have found a Coco Pops monkey that someone was kind enough to send to the studio. Also, someone's uh, sent me a personal panic alarm to have, the Defender Heart, an attractive, compact personal safety alarm, because I mentioned on the show last week that I have got a panic button. That's for women who work late. (laughs) What does it do? If you pull that pin, it'll make a crazy noise. Yeah, we won't... Oh, it's not that bad. What's that gonna do? <laughs> That's rubbish! Help me! I'm under attack! There's an assailant! That is literally how loud it is! The assailant won't even notice that! That'll just That's turn him on more! Mind you, you can't turn it off! <laughs> Oh no! Smash it, smash it. It's, it's shaped like a heart. Let a G smash it, he's a poet. <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> it's been taken out of the studio because it is very irritating to have that going on. Okay, um, right, so why don't we listen to the vibrators? Why don't you have a. While this song's on, have your, in fact, you can have your photo taken with Matt now. G, why don't you, do you take it. a photograph of. Uh, can you come around to this side? You'll Matt, have to press you? the button. Alright, oh, what, uh, what button? That one there. Alright, G, no, G, press the button. I'll take the Which photo. This will all work out well. Okay, so right. Matthew is now having his photo. I'm looking, wandering over like a seven year old. (laughs) Let me take the photo. Look at him. Look at Matthew. Take your hands off of her. That's despicable. Right. Okay. So so is it just top the press the top button? Right. Okay. So we are now taking a photograph. I'm taking a photograph of myself out of pure habit. Chaos. There's there's chaos in the studio. All it took was two attractive women for us to throw everything away. Our mic's still up. Yeah? Okay. Right, okay. Well, then. Ow, Matthew, it's captured your essence, actually. You look like a sex criminal. Okay, so let's. um, Right, what we're listening to now is the vibrators. You've broke my heart. You broke my heart. That's the vibrators. We'd like to dedicate that to Naomi and Yvonne from Petter who have just come here and messed oh up our gosh. radio show with Sex Appeal. We had to, I personally took responsibility. So this is responsible. I took them out of the studio and made them put coats on. They're not in here. They goes, oh, should we come back in the studio? I go, no. Because it's like, as you heard in the last link... They were beautiful. They are beautiful. attractive. It's upsetting, isn't it? Like me and Matt just like... The radio show just fell apart. There's was like <laughs> headphones being cast across the desk. Buttons being pressed by yeah, elbows. Push that button, something yeah, happened. yeah, yeah. My bad man, it's just right. who cares? Alright, hello, we've been a vegetarian for a long walk. I tried to kiss him out there. Oh, you just said I took them out and put their coats on. <laughs> they, you know, asked what time their mum and dad were coming. And I then... just, I just thought let's put a lid on this,
3: quick, smart. Yeah, but I you just... tried to kiss them on air. In fact, you made them kiss you. you yeah, kiss me. <laughs>
2: I've won an award, and it is your duty to kiss me. Otherwise, I shall, I should eat meat. I shall kill a cow on the way home. I don't care what happens. They won't like me because I eat meat. Yeah, you do eat meat, mate. You're finished. G's vegetarian, ain't you, G? Actually, like, no. I asked him that, and but he sort of looked it. down. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of looked down and went, Yeah! <laughs> he looked down and went, yeah. <laughs> Gee, you lying vegetarian. vegetarian. He's trying to become vegetarian now. to pull women. Well, alright, everyone should be vegetarian anyway. There's no, <laughs> no point in like meat. meat. It's cruel and unkind. It's not, there's no point in it. Hey, let's play Meat is Murder. Have we got it here, anyway? Really? We it can't
3: we... play the Smiths again.
2: Yes, we can! No, we can't. Come on, yes, we can. There's no role can, about there that. Is, there is a role What is it? It's illegal. It's not illegal. We could do it bloody well on that radio. No, you show. can't because
3: you're just giving undue prominence to one re- artist.
2: is not undue prominence. <laughs> it's just worth the last program as a program about Genesis. They just played nothing but Genesis. Yeah,
3: that's why they have to ask what you just played. They don't. Look, Look there's a lot of stuff up.
2: goes behind the scenes. Oh, right? yeah. Look, your button box ain't even pressed in. <laughs> don't try and shield it. They call it a button box, but not an old lady's sewing box. <laughs> it's an old lady's sewing box. Matt plays families with his little button box, thinks he's got a job. Right, let's listen to some of these text messages. Petter could be the key to your solution Nice pun. Getting to the top, you obviously have influence over the world. Ha, ha, ha. Hi, Russell. Hope those lettuce bras are organic. Uh, they were actually plastic. What are you going to do if they're not? I'm glad uh, oh, Glad I don't have any in the pile of ironing I'm about to tackle. Oh, that's Lynn. I think that's from Lynn. That's from Lynn, my housekeeper, I think. Uh, hey, you make Russ. Her listen to this or does she choose to? She is part of her job. <laughs> Lynn, as my housekeeper, you do have to listen to all of my work. I did actually make uh, Marsha, my assistant, and Lynn watch Jonathan Ross today. Blood Sky Plus. The right, come on, we're all going to sit down as a family and watch Jonathan Ross. But we watched it when it was on. Quiet!
3: It's not the same as I'll watching you do. I bet you come home, Lynn's up all night watching your
2: floors. <laughs> Lynn? Hmm? Did do you do hit the radish? Yes, yes. What was your favourite bit? <laughs> <laughs> and where exactly was the lettuce Mm, between which record and which other record (laughs) you better remember No, I don't indulge in that kind of rhubarb. Come on, you know me well enough by now. Yeah, it's amazing though, isn't it? That's the the potency and power of, you know, of uh, sexuality, you know, because that's a good gimmick by Petter. They do that all the time, apparently, do naked protests, things like that. But for me, I can't, it's like I find it very difficult to just take that as what it is. Look, that's just a photo opportunity. We've sent these attractive girls, it will be a nice photograph. I just think, oh my God, there's women in bras. What's amazing is they actually patched off
3: all their models.
2: I know. Yeah, I did. But, you know, which is a shame, really, because we could have counted on a greater level of naivety were they models, but they're also, actually the cleared up women with consciences. You, you can hear the show out there. I know, Matt. I know. I'm sick of it. Which is why
3: I made that brilliant contract, <laughs> girls. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. you work <twerp laughs> trying to chat them up <laughs> with your big. Beefy stinking corn beef Look bacony that's a gob. Mate, eater, mate. Look at those muscles. <laughs> Revolting. That's the that's the sight of pain and agony. Right, let's put Gil Scott Erin on the revolution. Will not be televised. It'll be on the radio. This is the beginning of it now. Come on we're gonna do some good items after this. Let's stop thinking about women. Put on Gil Scott Iron, come on, Matthew. The revolution. Gil Scott Aaron, the revolution will not be televised there. And also, we played that other revolution record by Beatles a bit earlier on, which are both ironic comments, in fact, on the nature of certain people attaching themselves to the idea of revolution in a frivolous way, ironically. But, like, guys, I, I happen to actually believe in revolution, right? Even yeah, though I believe I, uh, in it it, because it exists. You don't really want one. I do. I do want a revolution i do actually i'd much rather live in a spiritual utopia although i do like being famous and having money and that it's only really it's, it's quite transitory and meaningless ultimately and it ain't worked i don't feel any happier than when i was so poor, do you want addict. enough
3: to die in the process of yes doing it so yes so you were just a
2: statue so i'm just a statue it would better be a good statue. what's this statue like exactly let us bra. <laughs> Undermine your memory. <laughs> memory broken. Let bra. Thinking of lettersy boobs uh we've got a lovely letter here Uh, so i am into revolution but i'm also like a little bit caught up in the material world that we actually live in how can you not be that's the nature of it all come on so um right yeah Noel Gallagher's going to come on in a minute have a little bit of a chat i don't know if he's been listening to the show he's in his country pile as he constantly calls it or checkers as he's sometimes taken to calling it now we'll give him a ring i've sent uh noel fielding a text message and all so we might be able to get him on in a minute for now we're talking well listen to this email this is from ryan tate in northern ireland i would like to inform you and matt of my invention. Oh, good. Body makeup for pregnant people. Pregnant people, though, not pregnant women, because uh, well, sea horses can use it. How it works right is these pregnant women buy this stuff and paint a face on their stomach and, and use it as a communication method between other people and the baby. The pregnant people, of course, have to do the voice of the unborn child. They can then, if they want, feed the face food. The belly button could be the mouth. Normal people could use the body makeup if they want, but that would be disturbing. If you want to talk about my invention, call me. Well, we have called Ryan Tate, and I believe he's on the line now. Hello, Ryan.
1: Hello.
2: So, this invention of yours, how what, how does it differ from, like, just normal body paint?
1: Well, I don't know. It maybe has a, you know, Maybe ingredients we'd hamper with the baby's mind whilst in the had normal ingredients I got there, the... sticky band chemists.
0: Maybe it could mess up the baby, or is this here special?
2: Listen, Ryan, well, you're on the radio. We can't have you designing baby body pain that messes up the baby. I, I, I...
1: Yeah, but I'm talking about normal makeup. This one won't. This, is, know, this could make the baby specialer.
2: it make it specialer. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, I'm beginning to question whether or not you've thought about your invention, but we're going to take you seriously for a little bit longer. Now, what sort of faces would you draw upon the the uh, pregnant stomach of a woman?
1: Well, I was thinking, as part of your revolution, we could draw your face on it and send them into, say, Tesco's with black masks on and sort of hold
0: it up and go, "We're not coming out until you know, British peace in the world, till people come out of Iraq and give us a helicopter and a record deal." That's
2: <laughs> ryan you've revealed yourself to be mad very early in the conversation okay so uh that was ryan there we've given him a brief <laughs> moment it, I, I mean he was, i liked him he was interesting but with people like How's ryan gone? <laughs> yeah, ryan's left i think he must have hung up but like, i enjoyed talking to ryan but i think he was eccentric and it's you know it's the type of time of evening The thing is mm.
3: and i've taken him at face value yeah you can't the baby's got no idea what's on the skin outside I don't think why it's not in a beach ball that can make
2: up shapes against no, the right. sunlight its eyes are probably shut in there and if they're open they're looking at all kind of birthing fluids and womb juice they won't be I about see what's oh. going on I don't know what to call it Matthew I'm not a gynecologist am I or a midwife it's been a lot of talk of birth Do you Remember when Nicola was pregnant makeup lady Nicola oh, I'd love her we, I used to c- communicate messages to that baby all the time. I like just go, hello, dear. Prepare yourself, things like that, you know, for the world. Just make sure it grew up dead bright. Do you think it recognises you now when you? It doesn't seem to like me, so perhaps yes. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> she, she normally bursts into tears when I'm around as young Minnie. Uh, like uh, she uh, like Nicola called her Hermione. Matt and I both advised her strongly against calling her child a name that's in a hit contemporary <laughs> film. But Nicola, and book. Uh, film and book, yes, of course. Um, but like. Uh, but she calls it Minnie, most of her, Minnie, calls it Minnie most of the time. Lovely little things. She was around my ass the other day, chomping on stuff, looking at the cat with baffled amazement. Like, like a cat mm-hmm. was a novel thing. It must be good not understanding anything. Like when you take LSD, which you should never do because it's dangerous, and everything seems all unbelievable. And You can sort of, the, the uh, everything again, but you can see the process of understanding laid before you. I remember you telling me, Matt, that you saw a leaf once and you thought it was a rabbit with a quill. No, a rat. That was a wasn't quill. on drugs, though. Oh, wasn't it? You just think things just like that. It. That is the spirit. Right, so, um... You've lost it since <laughs> those bra I women I think in. I've been on tip-top form since you, you keep thinking looking around nervously, going, <laughs> where are they now? I'm not thinking about the bra women anymore. I've I'm completely it's focused on my your... bra 2 radio lettuce. So <laughs> why you would think otherwise is a mystery to me. Let's listen to Rock and Roll, Suicide, then get no Gallagher in his mouth. He'll, he'll kill some time before we get on to them delicious veggie birds. woo Rock, 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 rock and roll suicide david bowie there oh dear good old life here we all are in the world all at the same time nice isn't it to listen to our radio show if you want to text us you can it's 88 291 give us a bell if you like but not now to engaged because we're going to be talking to why? None other than no... Ah, shit! I've just... Oh, no, I've <laughs> swore again! I've just ruined my headphones. Sorry about the language. And just ruined my headphones. He'd trot on
3: the lead. he on headphones. the lead of my headphones. He's pulled the wire out of his ear. I think...
2: <sighs> say something, see if they work.
3: Hello. Hello. <laughs>
2: Are you alright? Hold oh, on, let's see if, um, let's see if Noel's here. They shouldn't be plugged in there. They're plugging
3: This, look in at way. you. You're a mess. They're <laughs> only women. They're only bras.
2: I oh, know. Well, it shouldn't be allowed, should it? It's confusing. You should be exhausted by now. I <laughs> know oh, you'd think, wouldn't you? The tireless campaigning I've done for vegetarianism, that by now I'd be out, I'd be over vegetarians, but you know, I'm still intrigued by them. Noel Gallagher, are you there, Noel? Oh yeah, that's the attitude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, lovely. Very nice. That's what you're doing, listening to your last album.
1: Uh, oh, you bore the arse off me, do How you? How's it going? You're right, mate. Yeah, I'm not bad. You know
2: I'm the sexiest vegetarian in the world now, do you?
1: Second, I've
2: heard. No, nope, it's first because I won. We overtook. No, yeah, by...
1: no, no. I think you'll find that my girlfriend is the sexiest vegetarian in the world.
2: Well, maybe from your perspective, no, but obviously you <laughs> won't.
1: Perspective counts. Yours. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> does. The and the millions other vegetarians.
2: of vegetarians. Yeah, yes, right. That's what we're talking about, baby. And it... did you see me on Jonathan Ross? No.
1: Sarah told me. to... T- I didn't see it because I was I was out last night. Sarah told me to tell you specifically that she thought you were very funny and, and get on this very yeah. handsome thank
2: you from sarah's slowly the inevitable <laughs> union of me and sarah
1: mcdonald ebbs yeah.
2: closer and closer
1: i finally think i'm coming around to accepting that it could actually
2: happen yep it's inevitable don't fight it Noel. they should put up that picture actually of me uh, in that bikini when i wrote "Noel, i love you on my on my stomach remember? yeah and apparently
1: jonathan i said have you spoken to him since and you said
2: no yeah, but it was a joke you know that was the comedic thing to say You know, you have to say, sometimes you have to say the funniest thing in a situation as a comedian. Come on,
1: Noel. Well, I didn't see it myself. I've only gone by
2: what the. Well, hopefully Sarah had the common decency to tape it, did she?
1: Uh, she did
2: not, no. Well, that's okay, because there's hourly screenings throughout at my house, <laughs> <laughs> which you can join with, with some of the people that work with me. You'll be very, very welcome I to can come ima- I can
1: imagine how it went. You've you're just you've you're done your Doc Cotton voice for a bit and the crowd would have nervously laughed. And <laughs> you would have thought, you better
2: laugh, because he looks funny, he, he probably is funny. That kind of thing. Yes, right, okay. That. Very easy. There's none of that. You wait till you see it. No, it's pre-career-defining stuff. Talking about all them films and everything and the tour. And all that sort of rhubarb um right okay let's talk about you for a little bit what the hell are you doing
1: uh well i'm at home at the minute i've been i've, I've been uh busy all weekend i've been meetings with producers
2: why what are you up to <laughs> uh
1: you know i'm in a band
2: oh yeah oh yes oases yeah no, very oh, good <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm a big fan yeah i'm in i'm in a band and we're uh and we start we're starting to make a record in a few weeks brilliant yeah, so we're talking about uh, what studios to go to, etc.
2: How long's it going take? Because normally when I cut a track, it takes about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> i just get myself all warmed up and out comes the ballads. It'll take, it'll,
1: it'll generally just take about three months, I think.
2: Three months? Yeah. Of dedicated commitment. Um, it is... um, well,
1: there's got to be a break because Sarah's got to go and have your baby. Right, yeah, of
2: course.
1: <laughs> I'm to that proud, uh, and though. I've got to get kind of back in the saddle after that, so... Yeah. But it won't be like three solid months.
2: Mm, it's good. You're, yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it. I think you're going through a creative renaissance. You have the look of a, a man who's got another album in him. And, and oh, I've, I've got
1: more than one. Oh,
2: really? Oh, yeah. Keep going, why not? Yeah, keep we keep it up, though. Yeah. Um, tremendous what's been going on.
1: Well, you're going through a creative renaissance as well, aren't you?
2: What do you mean by that?
1: Well, i I, I seen your stand-up the other night and it was actually very brilliant.
2: Thank you very much. You're not normally very nice, but...
1: <laughs> but because... because <laughs> I find it quite trying sometimes. You know. You've been in but, this, but this 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 bit was actually genuinely very funny.
2: Yeah, thank you. It was all right, wasn't it? Did it you, was very good. Did you like the bit about your
4: brother?
1: Uh, yeah, well, I've heard that one. I mean, obviously, you've told me that one before. You were very proudly phone me up to tell me that one when you first invented it. <laughs> and this bit about your brother, listen, listen, it's really funny. Yeah. But I tell you what, I did find interesting was that. The other comedians that were in the audience, we won't mention any names, of course. Yeah. They never cracked a smile all night. Out really? of, and I'm thinking I'm thinking it was jealousy. Really? Did you notice that, Matt? I
3: thought, um... Don't mention
1: names here now. Oh, really? Um... Well, you know, well, they get a bit upset, don't they? Yeah. Williams
2: was laughing loads. So was Ben Elton. <laughs> <laughs> ben Elton was watching. Matt said Ben Elton was watching like an academic, was watching like a professor, going, hmm, oh yeah, it's very good. Oh, didn't I said I saw him laugh a few times when you cornered me? Ben Elton! <laughs> the verdict! <laughs> you said he was watching it and going, yes, this is better than
1: Blackadder. Definitely better. <laughs> yeah, it was good,
2: though. Thanks, yeah. mate. Yeah, she It was very kind of you to come along and see that. Now, should we talk about some other... Let's talk about some other things that's been going on in the world. Now, there's a girl, right, she's called something like uh, Lily Pennyfoot, and she wants to wear a ring to school that says she's going to stay a virgin for the rest of her life. Yeah. No, no, till marriage, the same thing. But like, the thing is that her school has a no jewellery policy, so they won't let her wear her Pledge of Virginity ring. Now, we were talking about it earlier on the show. Uh, do you think that she should be allowed to wear wear a pleasure virginity ring or not no. allowed. Why? Rules is rules. Sometimes you do take the hard line. Now she yeah. then went, uh, like you know, some Sikh and Muslim girls are allowed to wear headscarves. But
1: that's not jewellery, right?
2: Right, that's our exact that's policy. That was the uniform view there. You've got to stop pushing it, Lily Pennyfoot. Let it go, love. Just let it go. Right. Other things we've been talking about is you know that.
1: Are you if doing had, it? If, if she had a virginity headdress, that would be a different, wouldn't
2: it? Have a virginity headdress, yeah. like all feathers and everything. That's the perfect solution, though.
1: Or a virginity balaclava.
2: Why don't you have a sexy, like, virginity bikini and suspenders? (laughs) I'm wearing these for my virginity. And then sing that song out of Fat Sam. But actually, that's called Bugsy Malone. But because I play the part of Fat Sam in Bugsy Malone at at school, I think it's called Fat Sam. (laughs) Yeah, we're doing the school play. It's called Fat Sam. I've never heard of that. Yeah, well, you know, some of it in action follows this Bugsy Malone guy. But pretty much it's about Fat Sam. He's fat. He's called Sam. He's a crazy guy so um yeah uh what's that thing oh yeah we're doing that like you know sort of like we're doing at live earth we're doing this radio show from there but also i'm hosting some of it now are you doing anything for live earth or don't No, care. oh you can't get him to do live eight you can't get him to do live earth nothing with live in it will he do it's
1: all pointless
2: why pointless why
1: Because nothing's gonna change
2: is it can change mate that's the whole point this revolution we're trying to whoop up into some sort of frenzy
1: uh, yeah No one's gonna change the Chinese, are they? (laughs) Yeah, they they changed once they
2: became communist, didn't they?
1: You know, they... They've got all the bombs, and they're not shifting. They've got all the bombs, all the fridges, and all the cars. No, they
2: will change, because they were once a peasant nation, then industrial, and, you know, the communist... They might
1: change, because Mm. Maroon 5... Might sing a song that kind of changes their <laughs> old world opinion on pollution.
2: Perhaps we should get these Maroon Five guys to help with our evolution. Or
1: maybe they'll see, you know, the new current trendy Dickensian Fool of London, Russell Brand, or <laughs> I think, ah. Current trendy yeah. Fool of London. You've got you some to see. what I'm saying there? Yeah, I think so. I like how Liam, he does that all the time.
2: Well, he just repeats stuff back at you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's quite sweet,
2: really, that he does that. It
1: makes me kind of unnerved, unnerved actually. Does it? Yeah, so no live Earth, no, not bothered.
2: No, no live Earth, not bothered. It would no. be like that with it. Why are you it, doing
1: it? You're only doing it for what ratings or some kind of convoluted glamour.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, hello, there's probably some grammar involved in this. No, but, well, why am I doing it? They asked, I thought, well, we'll be a mate, I mean, yeah, obviously, I didn't think solely, yes, I must do something about my carbon footprint. I just thought, bloody hell, 70,000 people, that would be amazing, and it's for a good cause. Chris That's- Rock, I'll
1: do it. Chris Rock, that yeah, but, puts me yeah, in the same exactly bracket like as it, get, Getting the 70,000 people into wherever it is, mm. is, gonna co- is gonna cause a lot of carbon emissions having I mean, that many people, in that place. I in that know,
2: point. really, the whole thing is ideologically fraught, I mean, I think we need to do sort of some whole scout. I mean, if we are going to change the world, it can't be like, right, let's do a concert. It's going to have to be... You're going to get sacked from the Live Earth gig. Am I? Right. Listen, Noel Gallagher, that Live (laughs) Earth gig, Al Gore, is doing a lot of good
1: work. It's raising awareness. When is it it I'm there?
2: Come. I don't know the date, but you come. You make sure you're there. (laughs) When you see Wembley lit by candles, you make sure to turn up because that'll be it.
1: Uh, The next time I go to Wembley... Believe you me, I'll be milking every single applause that there is in that, for me solely. <laughs> oh my word. it for Al Gore.
2: That'd be, that'd be good that, we'll come and see you know, that. Oh,
1: polar
2: bears. <laughs> Don't attack the polar bears, they do a lot of good work. No, it's is good to raise away, I mean, it's better than not doing it, I suppose, so come on, oh, let's I'm just a step in, in the we right the
1: newspapers and all that, you know, the gigs are just these trips,
2: man. Mm, yeah, like, well, but, but... They are. But perhaps for you, Noel, we've all, we've all <laughs> seen you play, but, but, but there's a lot are. of people that do it for grace and beauty and well, other reasons.
1: a very very innocent perception of all this russell which is kind of it's kind of why people like you i guess because you're still like a small boy trapped in a dandy man's body (laughs) (laughs) the rest of us the rest of us see it for what it is
2: right i don't think so i mean i think that there is something ideologically sound at its core i don't think it's entirely like al gore's going yeah this will be crazy i'm gonna look like a real big cheese i think he's <laughs> he must be, i think he must think you know oh, i'm doing something you know, like a
1: giant cheese
2: yeah i think that's the sort of thing they say in america yeah. <laughs> i think that's what goes on hey so listen guess what's been happening to us you've probably not been listening to the radio show have you have you been listening i've been
1: watching glastonbury actually is it any good uh, bits of it are great, yeah. Bits of it are usual, you know. Bits going to the jazz wheel stage and going, "What well, is that? A guy finding two dustbin lids together?" <laughs> <laughs> In a foreign language, what's all that about? And there's 8,000 people watching it. Who, are, who, are, who made these people?
2: Well, I don't know really how it works when it goes to the dustbin lid section of Glastonbury.
1: Switch office, probably.
2: But you know, come you on. Know, and
1: then you know. Be Bjork, more broad-minded, Noel. Then he's Bjork singing and just wailing.
2: Right. What have you got against her? She's not. I like her. Well,
1: I'm not got anything against her. So I just think she, she sings the same song over a different musical backing.
2: So like, <laughs> that's harsh, Noel. Especially coming from <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'd like
2: to go out of that, Bjork, anyway. Really? Yeah, I would. I think she's beautiful. Really? Yeah, she's magical, like a little fairy. Every day would be magical. Oh, come um, on, well, we're going to the well, park. Well, that's ironic, isn't it? As you're like a
1: big fairy, and she's like a little
2: fairy. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be a lovely couple, a hey? pair of us. Hey
1: come on get into it I'm Cause radio
2: f- 11. yeah listen this radio show went berserk because like Petter, the vegetarian like the uh, people for ethical treatment oh. of animals did a um a competition for like the world's sexiest vegetarian right i won it naturally oh. but, well because i we engineered it brilliantly but no because people voted you know deserved it i'm very happy about it i've got a bit of paper and it's sort of a, a plaque thing right but they sent two beautiful women in lettuce bikinis to present it. And I think thinking, that'll be like a nice, you know, sort of photo op and it'll all be fun and light-hearted. Me and Matt just turned into crazed (laughs) madmen and smashed up the studio, forgot we were doing a radio show, we were trying to put moves on them. And it's nearly capsized the whole show. It's the main reason we rang you, as a matter of fact, a bit earlier than normal, because everything went chaotic because there was two beautiful women swanning about nearly naked.
1: I, uh, yeah. Well, I've heard the stories of
2: you two and Beautiful in the of the night, unfortunately. Oh, dear. Matt really worries about things like, Oh, my parents listen to that. Can I play a song for Bob Morgan, me dad? <laughs> he puts records on, just hopes they don't find out where the money's coming from. <laughs> Phil and muck. That's what's behind every penny that that boy's earned. just not fair. Right. Yeah, so, uh, if, you do get awards, things like that, no. Have you ever won anything outside of music?
1: Uh, no, I can't say I have, no.
2: Right, well, perhaps you want to take a little look in the mirror and think, why is it that you're not winning sexy vegetarian contests?
1: Well, because I devour animals like they're going out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I can't, uh, what, what is it, sexiest glasses, don't wear glasses. Yeah. Rear of the air, never get me arse out. You've got,
2: actually, I've noticed your bottom the other day, very felt, nice little bum, I thought you had. Well, thank you very much, Oh. You know. Very trim, sort of a man, she's a, a lucky lady, your missus. She <laughs> is, she is a you're lucky to have each other, the pair of you. Are.
1: Yeah, unfortunately, my, my trim ass is covered in sores and boils and
2: hair. What's covered in sores and boils and hair? His bum. My bum. Oh, you, what kind of lifestyle no, I mean, do
1: you live? She's gonna go mad me saying.
2: That's a joke, by the way. Yeah, of course it is, I should hope it is. She does have quite a lot of control over you, actually, doesn't she? You're a little bit... I mean, I don't, you know, like to belittle you, but this sound... Whoosh,
1: whoosh. No, she has control over me now because she's constantly sober. Right. She remembers it because, like, when we're, when we're when we're out the other night and we're getting a bit, we're getting a bit drunk. It's kind of like she got she got the upper hand because she's sober all the time. Once she's had your child, yeah, and then we've sorted out the access and the maintenance and all that, yeah, and and then she's back on the lash and it's, <laughs> uh, it's a level playing field again.
2: I'll raise that nipper, little Russell Jr. <laughs> to be a sexy vegetarian like his old man, right. Okay, now unless you've got anything you want to harp on about, we might we've got might as well move on. We've got a poem from Mr. G coming up. We've got all sorts of rhubarb. Uh, is from anything I want,
1: No, not really. There's people getting on my nerves today.
2: <laughs> is there anything you want to attack?
1: Not. Um.
2: Tyrion Reed going to Barcelona. That Mark. Yeah. Be worrying well, you. you
1: know, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of sad about that, but I'm not an Arsenal fan, so it doesn't really bother me. I'm looking forward to uh, Sven Eriksson uh, being Man City's man. Are you? Well, it means eventually we'll get to have a night out with Nancy. Mm. That'll yeah. be a good laugh, eh? Yeah, that'll oh, be interesting. She's got the red leather gear on, that?
2: Yeah, once she gets on them red leathers, that's going to be a hell of an evening for other, you.
1: Other than that, I've got, I've not got anything that's annoying me. In, um... What
2: well, about that fella winning UK's Got Talent? Are you interested in that at all? That's no, what an
1: idiot. There ca- <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: we are. Um, but it's captured the uh, nation's imagination. No, that it program. hasn't.
1: All that. Oh, it's captured. No, no, not mine. I'm part of this nation. <laughs> not Captain My Imagination.
2: Why you have an opera?
1: <laughs> rubbish. Don't you, you don't like him. Any idiot can do that with a few drinks inside them. Let's have a go. <laughs> You're right. He's yeah, you it. had a drink for years. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like when you get proper steaming, you can do a Ness and Dormer. Anybody can.
2: Why don't you stick a bit of Ness and Dormer on your, new, or some sort of operatic stuff on your new album because you think it might harm the overall aesthetic of what you've crafted over the years.
1: Because opera is for...
2: Right, I see where you're going.
1: Yeah, I was going to say something there, but that would be offensive. It
2: be to... offensive, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I can't say that. No, so you've not been caught up Oof. in
1: Britain. Oh, no. talent. Yeah, what are you the Mrs. doing? The missus is in. The missus is in. Hang What's no, Sarah saying? She's been to Cambodia. She's been to Cambodia? Been to Cambodia. What's yeah, going Sarah on? Sarah's just made a comedic interlude. Go on. Well, you know the guy that won Britain's Got Talent? His name is Paul Potts. Yeah. Same with his first
2: Paul Paul. tour in Cambodia. Brilliant. Boom, boom. <laughs> well done, Sarah. Well Even more pregnant, she's knocking them out. Paul Potts. That,
1: yeah. Soon to be heard on Russell's tour, that one. <laughs> <laughs> one of my jokes for the Brits, remember that? Yes, you said
2: that thing about Amy Winehouse's tattoos. That was yeah, a very yeah. good joke. Yeah. Well done. I oh, congratulate well, you um, for that at yeah. the time, actually.
1: It's Paul Potts. Not having that.
2: No, Paul Potts. Well,
1: I, I, I thought the little girl that sang uh, that sang, Samara, sang very, it? very creepily, like a, an 18-year-old should have won. Uh, a lot like of people Russell. like that style. <laughs> when <Yeah>. I'm, <laughs> well, this is, yeah, she sang Ben, that was rubbish. But she was somewhere over the rainbow. She sang, didn't she?
2: Yeah, perhaps I should have entered that Britain's Got Talent with a little number. Oh, that's like cool. When I'm, I'm
1: 64. 64, a lot of people like it. Uh, well, most people don't.
2: Listen to this. Hello, Russell, says Connor Towles. You should get everyone at Live Earth to sing a song by Oasis. Ring me up, because I've ever got other ideas. Also, Al Gore's real name is Albert Arnold Gore. Thank you, Connor, for that. Because we were asking people for suggestions. for like, like, having that 70,000 people there, you're used to performing in front of 70,000 people. For you, it's no big deal. Uh, for me, I was thinking, hello, I could get people to do weird things. Have you ever done that at a gig now? Have you ever gone, right, everyone do, like, suggested them no, do something? we don't, don't
1: go for that, you know, all the people on the left. Right. Are, we don't even get people to sing Happy Birthday to anyone that's birthday, we're not that kind of band, you know what I mean? No. But are you, are you actually gonna be on the stage? Yeah! Doing what, compare? Comparing that, can you imagine?
2: Do you think it's gonna be difficult?
1: Uh, no, 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 you're an natural at that, I mean, I, you know, I think I think you would be great, as long as Matt... ...writes some material, he'll be fine. Listen, it's it...
3: all in hand, Noel.
1: <laughs> it's all in hand, good boy, yeah. Matt, you know, because, uh, you know, there'll, there'll be a lot of people watching. Yeah. Why
2: don't you to just get yourselves a little room, <laughs> snog oh, each I'm other up, and let me and night. Sarah
1: get enough. on with our yeah, lives! Yeah, a of cider. <laughs> yeah, lovely cider. Yeah.
2: Get hold of yourselves, you couple of drunks. I'm an award-winning vegetarian. <laughs> right, okay, then. So, Noel, thank you very much for your time. It's a joy speaking to you, as always. Perhaps we'll have a social day one one day. Would you like that?
1: Well, we'll
2: probably see you in the law court so when we're fighting over this Peters. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you in court. I'm going to raise that boy, I tells you. Standing on the shoulders of a it'll be on my papoose. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, mate. Ta-ta. The no, there he goes. Bye. God bless that man. So we've got some more emails here. Uh, hello, guys, says Rosie. I've got a word that we could all use to promote the revolution. Russ Brev. It it stands for Russell Brand's Revolution. Okay, Rosie, we'll try and stick that out into the world. Oh, and say hello to Poppy and everyone else on the forum. That is the russellbrandfansite.com. Oh, there's a lot of good stuff goes on on there. Uh, All right, Russell, Matt and Mr. G. I knew a boy who went to my primary school called Raphael Bushy Gums. Love, Jenny Brown. That's a lie. Please hire me as a servant to the show when Mr. Nibs can't come. Someone suggested that we do a, like, Mr. Nibs, servant of the show. Someone suggested, oh, it's Noel Fielding's calling. That's a bit mad, isn't it? Let's put us on loudspeaker. Uh, Noel? Noel Fielding? Russell Brand, how are you? I'm good, mate. I've put you on loudspeaker. You're already on the radio. Don't say anything weird. OK, cool. Uh, how's it going? Are you all right? What are you up to? I'm in the new house, uh, which is in Shoreditch. Oh, really? Who do you spend more time with, Kirsten Dunst or the owl? The owl. The owl. The owl's got beautiful staring eyes. Of course, it isn't. That stare will never flicker, Noel. Not now that it's dead. It's got a fat pupils and a little tiny piece of sort of green eye around the pupil, like a dark like ball, like bull's eye, but green and black. Don't linger too long near that, because I think it's gonna, like, you know, when Pinocchio goes off with the wolf and the cat, I think it might be like that. I think it could charm you. Stay away from it. No, well, this radio show's nearly over and we've got to go to the news and do a poem. Will you come on this radio show next week, please? Do you want to call me back in a minute or should I call you back in a minute? I'll call you back in real life, but will you, will you come on the radio show next week? Because a lot of our listeners love you. Yeah, yeah, of course, definitely. Alright, mate, I'll talk to you later and, and then, and. Take care. Right. Bye, bye, Noel bye. There goes Noelfield and he will be on the show next week, everyone. That's something for us to all look forward to. Now let's summarise this show, which has been a giddying array of highs and lows <laughs> and sometimes damned unprofessionalism, with a poem from Britain's premier poet. It's Mr. G. Let's welcome him. It's me and Matt welcoming one of our friends who have been in Russell room backs maravis. out the room to go and oh, meet okay, those women. <laughs> See you later Have you enjoyed the show.
3: <laughs> this poem was written under very trying circumstances. <laughs> It's kind of necessary for the young to rebel against the old, being the first step of a searching process that is to question what you're told. In an attempt to break the mould, or an attempt to fix a pole, revolution always involves a reappraisal of your opinions and your role. Let us bikinis take their toll as a king has been crowned. I'm talking about Matt, the best darn button box man that's in town. Damn, it's difficult to do this show with so much naked flesh around. It really tests a man's principles, like placing a fox amongst the hounds. We've been tongue-tied and our lungs have expired, while Paul's in Glastonbury stuck Crutch high in mud while we supervise as we're high and dry. For any lapses in concentration, we sincerely apologise. <laughs>
2: there! Yeah. Brilliantly issuing an apology for some unprofessional radio that happened earlier. It wasn't that bad. I bet when you listen... Cos sometimes we think we've done things that are bad, then you listen to them back and it sounds alright, doesn't it? Remember Matt?
3: Sometimes that happens, yeah. But
2: then other times we think we should resign from this job. <laughs> <laughs> we're robbing people of license fee. We're trying as artists. That's what we're doing. Thank you, Noel Gallagher, for coming on the show. Thank you, Mr G, for a brilliant poem. Thank you, Noel Fielding, for his brief, brief appearance there. But he'll be on next week to chat more. We should get Reece Shearsmith out of Legal Gentlemen to come on as well. He's you brilliant. always say that. I know, but I forget during the show, I forget I get caught up because, too, what things like birds coming in dressed up in lettuce coops happening, it knocks the momentum of the show all over the place, knocks it bandy. No, it was okay, they were lovely women, it was very nice to get my award. I'm very happy about that. Mm. And
3: where will you be going now after I'm the, just going the news is on? Listening uh, to the news, of
2: course. First, uh, I listen to the news, just catch up with what's going on in the world, then I'm going straight home to lettuce bed. I mean, bed. Did <laughs> I say lettuce? I, I don't know why I said that. Okay, so, um, right, That's us um, what, oh, we. Not gonna play any more music because it's just newsy poos now. Just the news. Right now, remember keep sending us emails, everyone, through the week because it helps the show. We've got to look- go to Los Angeles. Oh, we're going to Los Angeles in the week. Me and Matt's off to Los Angeles to meet in some the more. Week, in the morning. You should have in packed one now or one of your minions. <laughs> <laughs> Lynn packed it. Oh, I, I've got to say this is Sharon. Sharon's because Sharon's isn't the show. Sharon, well done, dear. Sharon does like she baths me clothes. She's helping me do me out. She's very much loved and treasured member of this organisation. What's that face, Matt Morgan? It sounds like you had an argument with Sharon. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. She's uh, she's quite happy about everything, I think. She's she's very happy. Right, so let's uh, well, it's been a lovely radio show and been Brilliant. Uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed I'm it. I'm just going to go. But Matthew, where are you going? Stay in your chair. Mr. G, you come back in this room. You me, eating scum. Where do you think you're going? Right, OK, then. Well, thank you very much for listening. Stay with us. Hey, download the podcast. Find out information about my tour. Enjoy your lives. Think about the revolution. It's a slow burner. We don't have to rush it. OK, and we'll be here same time, same place next week. Me and Matt will have had adventures in Los Angeles. Talk to you soon. Actually, love you. Boy, boy, love. Boy, boy! No news, news,
1: news! And here is the news now at 11 o'clock. This is Andrea Simmons.